everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, I got a job for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if mom and dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Uh, welcome to Everything Old is New Again. It's a pleasure to be with you. And, you know, as we get older, we all experience uh, death in, in all forms. The question of what happens when we die is as old as, as time itself. So today on Everything Old is New Again, we're excited to once again host a man who will be able to, to provide us with an answer to what happens when we die. Hmm. Since suffering a near-fatal illness at age six, George Anderson has had a special relationship with the souls in the hereafter who depend upon his ability to bring peace and comfort to their grieving families. George has conducted more than 35,000 sessions and is the most scientifically tested medium in the world. He's earned the respect and acclaim of those in the scientific, medical, and religious fields. In 82, he was the first medium to appear weekly on a television series called Psychic Channels. In 87, his first book, and he's got many, uh, We Don't Die, became the first bestseller by a medium. His books now have sold more than a million copies worldwide, and his work is referred to in more than 60 books and has been filled for dozens of television programs. Welcome, George Anderson. George, let's just get right to it real quick. When you die, what do you do? What do the souls do in the hereafter? So some souls over there have said, you know, they finally landed the job they always wanted, and they didn't spend, have to spend four million years in school where if, not that you have a heart over there, so to speak, but if you have that love in your heart, for lack of a better expression, you can kind of land the job you've always wanted to have. Um, It really all depends on you. Some children that have passed on tell, you know, will tell me they passed on and they went home. You know, they go back and you know have reported that the parents have had out of the corner of their eye a brief but noticeable apparitional occurrence and you know even when it comes to signs i think the error people uh listening may make don't expect the signs to be on your terms again it's on their terms and Sometimes they also complain if we look too hard, we can actually overlook where just let it happen. One of the easiest ways they can reach out is through dreams. Um, Now, of course, there are people out there, I'm sure, who don't recall their dreams. Now, I dreamt last night. I know I did. I don't remember what I did, but I know I did. And other people have had you know, dreams of loved ones that have passed on. But as long as they've instructed always, as long as the dream is a comforting visitation, that's genuine. If it's anything that distresses you or upsets you, don't pay any attention to it. Because if you do have anxiety over the passing, you know, that thing in your head can create an unpleasant scene or moment. So, but 
you know, other signs can come. I mean, there was one time I did kind of put them on the spot over there and said, I want to see this particular sign uh, to know that you're around me. And even though the ability doesn't work for me personally, as I said, you know, I just said it and really had forgotten about it. And one day I was coming out of a flea market in New York City in the summer, and as I'm walking out, I heard a voice say to me, look to your left. I looked to my left, and I'm like, holy Christmas, there's the sign that I had asked for and forgotten that I had asked for it. So it wasn't on my mind. It just came out of nowhere. So, yes, sometimes they will, but, you know, do it maybe the way you would like, but again, you have to just let it go and let it happen. But I always impress upon people, you know, if you're hoping to get the lotto numbers, good luck. Right. Uh, so they they uh, present themselves as they see fit, and it could be in dreams, could be in other ways. Is there any way that we can open our mind to experience a smidge of what you do, if that makes any sense, to at least open our mind to say, uh, uh, maybe it's in the dreams, I don't know, uh, to open ourselves up to uh, experiencing some kind of interaction with the someone you know that's passed away? Does that to, make any sense? To answer honestly, I'd have to say I don't know. Um, even in my case, I don't to this day understand how the ability works and why it works this way and not this way. Again, it doesn't work the way I think it should. So I think it would be unfair on my part to give any suggestion because what's right for me may not be be right for you or Joe Blow out there in, you know, listening land. And again, the bottom line is we have to learn it for ourselves, find it for ourselves. They cannot lead us around by the nose. Um, and, you know, many people can find that difficult because I think many of us, because even I used to think that, would think that, you know, when you pass on, you suddenly gain all this infinite knowledge and you know it all and whatever. And it simply is not the case. I mean, I still don't understand nuclear physics, and I don't think I'm going to understand it over there right. <laughs> unless I apply myself, you know, to desire to learn this. Not everybody who has ever come to the earth has been an Albert Einstein but there was someone who was and even um, looking into his life he believed there could be he was open-minded to like time travel and communicating with people that have passed on or essence that has passed on. The one thing I think people have to realize, too, when a loved one passes, yes, the physical body dies. It definitely does. It's either you cremate it, it goes six feet under, and that's the end of it. But the essence of the person you know and love, the consciousness, the soul, whatever you want to call it, that goes on to definitely what seems to be a non-physical dimension you know if we all travel to mars tomorrow we're not going dressed like this you have to go accordingly and 
you know, people, I think, when they look in the coffin and they see the physical body dead, they think the person is dead. And yet the person can be more alive than you can imagine. They always say they're closer to us than we can imagine. I don't get it either. So I can't expect you, the subject, to necessarily get it. Someday, I'm sure we'll find out what they exactly mean. But from time to time, they are here spending time with us and doing their own thing as well. Absolutely. Of uh, so we'll be back. I just want to mention one thing before we go. That uh, Again, George will be holding live events in San Diego, August 18th, Los Angeles, August 20th, Fresno, August 24th. San Francisco, August 28th, uh, seminars and readings and signing his book, georgeanderson.com. And, of course, don't forget uh, that we've got a keynote uh, speech coming up also at, uh, at the Helping Parents Heal National Convention in Scottsdale. That'll be April 13th to 15th, helpingparentsheal.org, helpingparentsheal.org for more information about that. We'll be right back with George Anderson and Everything Old is New Again. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Tell her she's wearing the shirt that I spilt the margarita on and the earrings I gave her for Christmas. Molly, Sam says to tell you you're wearing the shirt that he spilled the margarita on and the earrings he gave you for Christmas. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani with uh, David Cohen, and we're uh, enjoying a uh, a discussion with... George Anderson, a New York Times bestselling author from a couple of books called Lessons of the Lights, one of them. We Don't Die is another. We're Not Forgotten is another one. George Anderson, What Souls in the Hereafter Can Teach Us About Life, and the newest national bestseller, Walking in the Garden of Souls. Uh, Go to georgeanderson.com to catch up on all the latest activities, uh, including a seminar in Scottsdale, Arizona, also a visit in uh, all over uh, California in the end of August. August, uh, and the Arizona uh, trip is in, if I recall, April of 2018. It is. So uh, there's a lot coming up so you can get involved. Uh, uh, how do you like uh, visiting with uh, the general public? It, it's a, I went to one in New York City 100 years ago, I want to say, uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago when uh, you were there and you were up on stage and you had an audience of thousands of people. Uh, so how do you deal with that versus a one-on-one session? It's got to be an entirely different presentation. Well, the one-on-one session, of course, is easier because it's just the people that are there with you. When I'm in front of a large crowd, naturally, which I don't want to sound mean by saying this, but I hear somebody coming through saying the name is John. I always want to think to myself, okay, how many people stand up that people can't take it? But what will happen is if, if I hear someone call that name and people stand up, it narrows down. They'll start sending me the next signal of, you know, father, uh, you know, fatherliness. Now, remember, fatherliness can mean a dad. It can mean a granddad, an uncle, a father-in-law. They have to, that's why I always tell people, don't elaborate or volunteer information. Don't call anything out. 
because uh, a few months ago, I uh, actually, was it last year, I think? I can't remember. But I had done an event in New Jersey, and the name Benny came in, and some woman said, oh, I had an Uncle Benny. I said, don't do that. Just stand up or raise your hand and say you understand, and then let it narrow down. And I remember during the session, she actually, the one that called out, didn't come up, but the lady that was next to her did. And I kept, you know, sometimes it, you know, the brain is really not very bright sometimes because I kept saying to this lady, gee, I don't understand. There's this younger male around. And I said, you can't say anything. Don't volunteer. And I said, this young male around. He keeps coming as a son. And yet he's saying he's not your son. So either I'm going crazy. And all she said to me was that she understood But the woman who had called out, I said, you two connected? That I did ask. And she said, yes. I said, so why don't you come up? You know, more heads are better than one. Then finally, the male that the uncle had brought forward turned out to be the younger woman's husband who had passed. And he was this woman's son-in-law that he told me. It never even occurred to me. That's why he's coming as a son. Right. Right. And she's saying she understands. And I'm saying, well, I'm glad you do because I sure as heck don't get it. But the thing is, then he explained to me, but that's the way it has to go. I always tell people, keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. Don't volunteer. You know, it would make it so easy because, you know, many times in a private session, I've had to, like, tell people in a nice way, shut up. Mm. You know, because I'll, I'll sit back and you can do the whole session. Right. You know, because to me... Yes, I guess it's not fair maybe to put them in the hereafter on the spot, but because I have my skepticism about, yes, my own ability, I do think it offers a challenge to them to work better. Now, I have to also be honest, not every Tom, Dick, and Harry who comes to me for a session not necessarily walks out of the room whistling Dixie. You know, and that's why I tell people, don't come with preconceived expectations. Just come. Just acknowledge. You know, I remember years ago I had, because she was mentioned in one of the books, she had, you know, this woman had come and she had wanted to hear from her brother and she did. And then she, you know, belly ached and moaned that she had, you know, traveled up from Florida and spent, you know, they always bring up the the (laughs) moolah. You know, people always have time to argue money. (laughs) And she, you know, and I spent all this money and all I wanted to hear is my brother say one word and it never happened. So for her, it was the entire session was a waste of time. And I thought to myself, well, when you get to the hereafter, try explaining that to your brother because he, he did the best he could. Because you weren't ready to give him a gold star, you know, and then they shoot me, the messenger. Right. You know, I have nothing to do with it. I certainly take every appointment seriously, and I definitely do the best I can. And I don't care what people think about me. I'm just me. But I definitely expect them to treat the ability and their loved ones like you're out awake with reverence, with respect, as it should be. Right. Now, uh, speaking about uh, sessions and talking with the, the hereafter, and I asked a little bit about how we could do it. Uh, on the other side, um, how about the power of prayer? You mentioned prayer. You mentioned how they can sometimes reach into your brain. Do they... It's an odd thing to ask this, but if you're praying, can they hear you when you're not praying out loud? Does that make any sense? Yes. Um, 
sometimes it might make you feel better if you do pray out loud. But um, the souls claim, because I was curious too, you know, whether you say, you know, the rosary or some other prayer, um, they claim that your prayers embrace them with your love. And this way you can still feel a link to them, a connection with them, and you can still do for them. Now, again, you don't necessarily have to follow the traditional prayer of some faith. But if that, you can say what comes from the heart. But if a traditional prayer makes it more comfortable um, for you, um, I usually, before I go to bed, at night, uh, say I came across a um, piece on eBay recently about the Ten Names of God. Now, they're all um, Hebrew words, and I try to stay away from referring to God as God. I prefer the term Divine Presence, Elohim of Hosts, you know, something that doesn't you know, scare people because people hear God are like, "Oops," you know, and, um, and you know, again, what I've heard from the hereafter. Now, um, you know, you'll get the fundamentalist out there that always brings up Jesus and such. And as I said, I'm not a fundamentalist, even though you know I was baptized Roman Catholic. But um, any time I have seen what who we could interpret as Jesus appear. The one thing I found fascinating about him, because I think religion has kind of done him a bad turn in some respects, he's not the least bit apocalyptic. He's very interested in everybody's unique spiritual journey, no matter what their or their spiritual experience here. And that sounds to me more like somebody you'd like to get to know, as opposed to somebody that's, you know, well, I'm sitting up here at the right hand of God and you don't, you know, believe in me, fooey on you. I, I just, it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Wow, and we believe uh, in an open mind, and, and uh, certainly are keeping that with George Anderson here, Psychic Medium. If you want to see him this summer, and you're in San Diego, Los Angeles, Fresno, or San Francisco, check out his website, georgeanderson.com, and you'll find out about his seminars there, and maybe even line up a private reading with uh, George Anderson. Uh, further, you can go on uh, amazon.com, check out his books, it'll, it'll widen your horizons a little bit there as well. Uh, we'll be back on everything old is new again right after this short commercial break we're back everything old is new again you're listening to everything old is new again america's entertainment pop culture talk show with douglas viviani and david cohen welcome back to everything old is new again we're talking with the uh, psychic medium george anderson who is uh, world renowned and i just was wondering about uh, heaven what uh, what goes on in heaven? Now, uh, speaking of people in the hereafter, is there any possibility or you can answer the question of, would you meet, uh, you're a fan of John Lennon or something, you know, would you meet someone that you haven't met before that was uh, well-known on the planet that maybe might be a hero of yours besides a religious figure, or is that too esoteric? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think if... Um, I remember one time in a group, I kept getting the name 
uh, Grace. And nobody, you know, it was a crowd of about 50 or more people, and nobody seemed to take it. I said, come on, unless she's wandered into the wrong hotel, it has to make sense. So this one fellow did raise his hand, and I said, I'll be honest with you, I don't know who this is to you. All she's telling me to tell you is she appreciates what you wrote about her. Understood? He said, yes. I said, okay, we'll leave it alone. The hardest part for me is to keep my schnoz out of the session. But it turned out later on, he uh, contacted the office, and unbeknownst to me, he had written a book recently about Grace Kelly. Hmm. Now, no clue. I didn't feel it was great. I'm not going to say I did. All I got was the name. She said, I thank you for what you wrote about me and told me to drop it. You know, many times, too, uh, you know, I grew up in a yelling, dysfunctional household, so Many times they'll yell at me because they'll complain that I'm giving them a hard time. Like I'm hearing it and I'm arguing with them in my mind. And I always say, well, I grew up in a yelling household, so the behavior is normal. But, you know, people that are the subject will laugh about it because, oh, that sounds like my dad, you know, yelling at you because you're not paying attention. You know, such could be the case. So I really have been learning lately, as I said, keep my schnoz out of the session. Be satisfied if the individual says they understand, because if the soul over there chooses to elaborate, they will. Sometimes I will admit they say something, the subject states that they understand, and of course that arouses my curiosity. So the brain starts like wanting to get more or trying to figure out more, and sometimes I have to resign myself to the fact. Um, now, one thing I have noticed, too, they'll go nutty over there if I get emotionally involved. Not often. It's a blessing. I w you know, I'm an animal person, but I wouldn't consider myself a people person. But, you know, the souls told me that um, as much as I wouldn't desire to go back and do it over again, they told me that the reason you grew up in the environment you grew up in, it's that it's become like your safety net for the ability. Because if I was to let the sadness or the sorrow that's coming through in someone's session get to me, I'd be useless. You know, it's like the doctor that can't get involved or the nurse that can't get involved. So the thing is, a few times over the years, I have had a session where, you know, it starts to choke me up a little bit. And I don't know who it is, but somebody always comes over and says, stay out of it. This is none of your business. You're just the instrument. You know, stay out of it. And that right. snaps me back into the direction. But I never thought about that. The upbringing not being brought up in a leave it to beaver home right. has actually turned out out to be a huge blessing give you the strength to be able to do what you do sure right? now um this might be interest hard to, to answer because all of your sessions i've had some and i've seen tons and i've read all your books and so forth uh, are positive in nature uh, there's always a po usually a positive message, at least that's received, if not to everyone, but at least to the person that it's meant for. Are there any times that you've run across? Because we see that there's evil and bad things that go on in, in the earth, on the on the planet, uh, maybe for a reason, you know, and that that's a whole other discussion. But is there a force of evil? Is there evil, so to speak, uh, that you run across in your 
travels with all these souls or no? But definitely, I don't believe there's some being running around up there with a pitchfork and horns, right. you know, trying to, you know, make us do bad things. Certainly, there is evil or bad in the world. We see it on a daily basis. Um, but people in the hereafter have said um, that they are allowed to express their feelings. Um, if somebody's annoyed at you from over there, they'll let me know. And I don't hold back. I'll say, well, you know, Pops is a little ticked off at you for whatever reason. Because, you know, they could be, they're certainly, their intentions are good. I do remember I had a mail come through to his wife. And he had told me, he made my blood run cold. He told me when he was here on the earth, he was an absolute SOB to her. Like, beyond what the word would describe. And he confessed to her that she should be glad that he died, passed away, because he said if he hadn't, he probably would have ended up killing her. Wow. So I've never had an experience of someone coming through that you could say is, you know, demonic or trying to trick you or anything. I've never had that happen. But... The souls I have found that have the most need, that do have like a need to redeem themselves, will get the priority. I've heard in the background many times, I've felt somebody there and they're not saying anything. I'm thinking, well, who the hell is this guy hanging around? Why doesn't he say something? And you'll hear somebody say, look, speak now forever, hold your peace. The divine presence is extending you a grace. If you don't take it, no one's going to break your arm. You know, and this may be your only chance. And then they'll move forward. But many times, you know, we have to look at things from a realistic point of view. If somebody here on the earth is saying they feel like, you know, they're hearing voices voices or evil spirits are speaking to them, you know, that thing in your head, the brain, um, you can create little demons that don't exist. We all can. I can go home tonight and say, oh, I'm hearing noises in my house. You know, chances right. are it's the house settling. But, you know, we also have to look at things realistically. <laughs> look at the different shows on TV, Haunted This. and all that. You know, These are things that get, that get ratings. Right, right. I remember my little nephew when he was 10 years old. When I was going to take them all to the movies. The first thing he'd ask me, is it scary? Right. Because that's what, you know, people want to see or believe. And, you know, it's always funny. I, You know, these people that are possessed by some demon, it always cracks me up that it's always a Catholic or a fundamentalist that is. It's, I, I've, I've never heard of a Jew being possessed. I've never heard of a Quaker being possessed. Um, you know, so again, a lot of it can be in an individual's mind. And I would suggest that uh, when you visit with or hear or read or experience in any way psychic medium George Anderson, it will, uh, at the very least, uh, instill in you a, uh, a belief in the hereafter and a faith in the hereafter. And if nothing else, I would thank you for that. I would su suggest that that is a, a, a gift unto itself. Yeah, I would hope it would would bring you some sort of hope or joyfulness in that respect. 
But again, bottom line is ultimately, until we learn it for ourselves, until we all experience it as individuals, we just don't know. True enough. But until that time, what we do know is that you can reach George Anderson at georgeanderson.com. Maybe uh, take a look at his Facebook page, which is George Anderson Medium, and uh, see if you can reach him. uh, If you'd like to get a private reading, you could do so over the phone or in person. He'll be in Los Angeles, San Diego, Fresno, San Francisco this upcoming summer, and in uh, April of 2018, he'll be in Scottsdale, Arizona, April 13th through the 15th at the Helping Parents Heal National Conference. We'll be back on Everything Old is New Again right after this with George Anderson, Psychic Medium. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. Such a uh, simple and easy melody for a very uh, mm, difficult topic, let's say, of life after death. Does it exist? Is there proof of it? We're uh, joined by, of course, uh, David Cohen. And we are speaking with, as we know, for the last uh, two weeks, George Anderson, having some uh, uh, insight into the hereafter and what it's all about and where we go when we die and uh, and are they with us to this day and I remember that movie Ghost David remember that movie Ghost when it came out yeah I'm actually at the clay spinning wheel as we speak right now so. <laughs> I'm not sitting behind you that's the only difference thank right? goodness <laughs> you tried but I said back off <laughs> back off buddy uh, it, it was uh, something that I had seen George uh, at the time before that movie came out and then that movie came out, and it kind of crystallized basically what George was saying that that you're doing at this point, speaking to the hereafter. You're the he's the Whoopi Goldberg, if you will, of uh, right, right. of our day, uh, inadvertently and and not by choice, being selected to speak to those who have passed away. Um, David Cohen, you haven't heard too many of your comments about this uh, uh, situation. I know you're, uh, as many people are, skeptical for sure. Uh, yeah, but I want to be selected to be one of these people that kind of acts as the medium. That oh, I thought heavy. you wanted to be selected as the one that's in the hereafter speaking to the live people. Well, yeah, maybe that too, but <laughs> thankfully that's that's not a concern right now. A little me. down the line, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, how do you get selected to be one of these, you know these uh, conduits it's actually that's a a very interesting topic i actually would like it also but then again would you ever have any free time like uh does does it like stop you in the middle of the street suddenly like some dead person's trying to speak through you as you're having a conversation with someone or someone's walking by you and i you know i have a message for this character you know uh, stop in the street and talk to this uh businessman on the cell phone i've got something to say all of a sudden some dead guy's going through murderer you (laughs) murdered me that would be kind it, of... it would be it, it it would be difficult at best, right? Uh, That's a good you... premise for a movie. How about that? Yeah, Ghost Two. Yeah, where Hello. suddenly the, these dead people are channeling you as you're speaking to someone who is in their lives. Could be like maybe what do you call it? Sixth Sense? Want to call it something like that? Yeah, but you have no control over what uh, what's coming through you and. 
Well, that's we're going to get into that with with George a little bit too, or we have no, talked no, no, about. Don't it. tell George. This is our this is our oh, okay. idea. Just Let's so you, you're, not, you're not listening, if you're trying to figure out what's happening, George is in a little bit of a break right now, and <laughs> he'll be back in one minute, and we'll finish you the discussion. So we're we're would you say riffing here on everything old is new again, and I would like you to encourage you to please contact any and all talk radio shows uh, stations that run shows and tell them you'd like to hear our show if you listen to us on the uh, the website right now at everything old is new again biz everything old is new again biz or you can communicate with us at old new again at aol.com well, yeah we'd love to hear from still, you still everything old is new dead again. or alive we'd love to hear from you yeah because aol is old and is it ever going to become new again i don't Definitely. know voice I, I can't get off of it well we're channeling uh, the dead aol i guess Imagine right? you, 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 you 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 like george would get these messages and he'd say you've got mail you know <laughs> got a message all right we'll be back and uh, let's listen to and and continue the final questioning of george anderson about uh, life after death and and if it's been proven how does it affect us let's let's be the last question then presuming this is really out there i'm going to throw it let's say and then for you i think it is and for many of it is that it's been proven that there is a hereafter. Um, would that change in your mind? Do you think that that uh, and, and you so maybe having some uh, some participation in the change of behavior of an individual when they uh, certainly we're supposed to just have faith, but you're now providing some kind of evidence in some ways to people. Does that do you find that that ever changes the way they behave on uh, on here on the planet? Um, with some people, yes, but again, nobody is forced to do anything. It's right. all completely up to you. I mean, if I want to go out right now and knock off a Seven Eleven, nobody's going to stop me. Right. right. But if I make that mistake then I have to be ready to take the consequences that will come with that. And right. I can't bl- point the finger at somebody else or blame someone else. But, My from, choice. Your, but from that person's experience with you, uh, that might give them the thought in the back of their mind that, you know, there is uh, someone to answer to uh, to doing that besides on this, you know, on, besides the police. Uh, so maybe, you know, I think that's the purpose of, uh, in some ways of religion was and is to give somebody a little moral fiber besides what we're doing here. Yeah, but the thing is keep in mind if you have anyone to answer to it will be yourself right and that can be the toughest judge and jury right and finally i guess one i said final but one question is is there a most common message that you hear in even in just in theory the general idea of what these souls are usually saying if that makes any sense to people it's in the common denominator yeah sometimes people could say you know i said the same thing and that you know Sometimes they will provide me with what I refer to as like a little bit of a spiritual shorthand. Like, for example, if they show me scenes out of the old movie Meet Me in St. Louis, then I know that the individual I'm doing the session for came from a cherished home. Because if you've ever seen the movie, it's a cherished, loving, all-American home. However, if they put a big black X over it, I know it's the opposite. And I remember... You know, growing up, you know, I would consider that I grew up in a in a cherished home, but it could have been a lot worse. I trust me, I've heard ones that are worse. But I remember when I used to get that symbol, one part of my brain would say to me, "Well, this isn't, you know, this isn't real," because the brain couldn't relate to it. So I would think, "Oh, it's you know, just me trying to create a fantasy." And I remember this woman's father who was, you know, showing me the symbol. He said, 
you know, cut us some slack. Not everybody grew up in a dysfunctional home. There were people who did grow up in very loving and cherished homes. And after a few of those, then the brain realizes this is what it is, you know. And, but, you know, I think it can be difficult at times for them to come through from over there, but then they got to get through my thick skull. And of course, you know, I've been conditioned to think, act, and react a certain way. So, you know, I have to tread softly sometimes that I don't overlook something, misunderstand something. Nothing can be more frustrating than hearing the individual from the hereafter saying their name and me saying, ah, it's probably wrong, blah, 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 and then finding out at the end of the session that that was the name. And then too late. Right. You know, I want to kick myself in the rear end. And I always say to myself, you know, you would think after all these years you would stop doing that. <laughs> Go with your gut, right? Let it let it all hang out, so to right. speak, what they say. Um, and and uh, so along those lines, I want to thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's been my uh, pleasure. We thank enjoyed you. it. Don't forget that if you need to find or want to find out any information about the upcoming California and Scottsdale, Arizona appearances, uh, go to georgeanderson.com. Uh, um, I'm thinking of Joel Martin. Yes. yes. <laughs> the gentleman I used to listen to on WBAB yes. in the Slate Center. 70s, where I was first exposed to you, was a wonderful listen. So, um, uh, we also have uh, a list of books that if you want to take a look and listen uh, and hear and read about, it's on Amazon.com. Uh, George Anderson's Lessons from the Light, We Don't Die, We're Not Forgotten. Some of those were written with Joe uh, yes, Martin, yes. right? Uh, so, you can look those up as well. Uh, helping Helpingparentsheal.org. Uh, helping Parents Heal. Dot org is the site to take a look at the uh, Helping Parents Heal National Conference in Scottsdale, Arizona in April 2018. And again, just so you have it, so you remember, we have dates uh, of in the uh, August, end of August in San Diego, Los Angeles, Fresno, San Francisco. You can get uh, uh, t- tickets for those, uh, those events uh, at georgeanderson.com. Take a look at, at uh, what's happening on that website. It's always changing. You're always updating it. There's always new information. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you ever so much for your Thank time. Thank you. My pleasure. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you and hearing you again. I hope and so. Thank you. Thank you. Everything old is new again. Come on back next week. We'll talk all things pop culture. 